0: In this podcast, we talk
1: Reassembling your world
0: Doing what you love
1: And big picture, little picture
0: Stay tuned Turn on the podcast
1: Turn on your relationships Your parenting Your love Your sex
0: Turn on your career Your money Your work Your business Your passion
1: but mostly, turn on to you.
0: Welcome to episode 11 of Turn On the Podcast. I'm Brad Fennell.
1: And I'm Tabitha Fennell.
0: And we're back in the park.
1: Yeah. And it's a beautiful day, the sun's out, Autumn. a little bit cooler. A
0: little bit cooler. Yeah, it's glorious. Amazing though, amazing. Mm -hmm. And this week we're talking reassembling your world. Yep. Doing what you love.
1: And above and below.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So it's a combination of those and we're going to kind of filter those three things down through business, relationship and health
0: and maybe a little parenting too well relationships
1: in with parenting isn't it it that's where it's coming from yeah cool
0: i like it so moving the assemblage point Mm. you know reassembling your world this concept comes from um originally we were introduced to this idea through custanators work yes Carlos Castaneda. Carlos
1: Castaneda. Castaneda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: in his book, The The Teachings of Don Juan, but specifically one of the books that really captured me was Journey to Ixland. Yeah. It's probably one of my all-time favourite books.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Such a great journey, but there's so much information in there about changing your assemblage point yeah. and that's what life's about isn't
0: it yeah and that's what we do we i mean well, we for should us. we <laughs> do that <laughs> it is it is for us and that's yeah. what our work is well, fundamentally about yes um, at the we, clinic totally. you know acupuncture yeah. and the way we work with it is about helping people to reassemble their world which fundamentally yes. we're talking about change
1: that's right yeah with he- their health with their mental state
0: With their life.
1: Yeah, their relationships. That's what acupuncture does so well. People think that it's just uh, to relax muscles and uh, help with inflammation, but it does... Which it does. Oh, Totally. It's (laughs) the best at that. But it does something more that's a little special that people can't believe that if you have these needles in you, which are very Mm. thin and they don't hurt if Mm. you find a good practitioner, um, that it can really move so much of your world mm. into a better space. Mm. Uh, it changes people. On a, We see the change. Every session they come in, people are frantic. They're on their phone. They're doing, you know, the, oh, I've just got here. I'm busy. And you can. the energy's zipping. And then they have an acupuncture treatment. We talk about stuff. And they come out and they're just in another world. Mm. And that is their assemblage point has been changed. Mm. And that's where you can make change mm. from that deeper state of relaxation
0: mm. so, so the assemblage point fundamentally is all about if we explain it a little yeah, bit more yeah, the, great idea. the way you assemble your world yes meaning the way you view the world the way you the way you live in it the way you yes. identify yourself as I am this yes and I am not that mm. Mm. I am stressed, I am not relaxed. Yes. I am sad, I am not happy, I am mm. whatever. Mm. But there's this, it's gaining access to these other parts within ourselves.
1: That can bring back the balance. Yeah. Or move you forward. Yeah. Or make you understand why you're stressed.
0: Yeah. And and Castaneda's work was fundamentally the way I see it is you assemble the world, light radiates through you and you assemble it through your assemblage point in a certain part of your body. Yes. And that light radiates through that and if that assemblage point moves then you connect to different fibres and yes. a different way of viewing and seeing the world. and
1: mm, Different part of yourself.
0: That's right. And Don Juan would lend his power to Castaneda by slapping his back Yes, and moving <laughs> the way he assembles. So in a sense yeah. Castaneda didn't have the power to do it himself. Yeah. But Don Juan, in a sense, was that mythic teacher that had greater power and could lend his power momentarily for Custinator to reassemble, to, to view the world, to see it, to be, and yeah. live. And I mean, he way. used
1: peyote, which is a uh, psychedelic type of drug as well, which. Which we use acupuncture. Yes. much better for you and, you know, it's not illegal. Yes. <laughs> so that's how we move people's assemblage.
0: Yeah. And it was interesting in the t- the, the teachings that the first book is, tends to be quite drug orientated. Yes. But after that, yes. they actually move away from that and say Custanated didn't have a relationship with these drugs.
1: Yeah. His and he only used those drugs because... Um,
0: He was so locked.
1: He was so locked into consensus reality and who he was and who he couldn't be.
0: How the world was. Yeah,
1: exactly, Mm. that he had to kind of loosen him up to go, hello, there's other places. Yes. There's other ways of being. And that's what acupuncture does. Yes. It loosens people up, even the biggest sceptics who come in and think that acupuncture will do nothing for them. It actually does Mm. and it moves certain parts of the body. It balances the organs as well, but... Mm. It's an amazing modality. Yeah, I you love must go try acupuncture. That's right, find, and I find a good one. <laughs> and I
0: love the way. I mean, we really specifically, we've always kind of been drawn to this. But when we, years ago, when we read this work and yes. kind of got introduced into process-oriented psychology and those type types of
1: modalities. modalities,
0: it's actually you can move the assemblage point just by talking to someone as yes. well because there's a shift yeah. the way they yeah. perceive their world. They have a realization. Yes. Ah, oh, I'm yeah. feeling like this. Mm for a reason. Yes. You know, and, and the way yeah. we talk about it with health, yes, the body symptom is the medicine. Totally. So for me, as I spoke last week, it's like, here's your sore knee. This mm. is exactly what you need yes. if you unfold it and explore it. Yes. Or someone feels like they have no energy. Yeah. Well, the medicine is no energy. hmm Because the way you build energy is by going deeply into the state of no energy. Yes. And exploring that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there's the jewels there, isn't it, to tell you what you need.
0: Particularly. Yeah, yeah. you
1: can actually find that out.
0: That's right. If If you've got
1: someone to lead you or if you're good at inner work.
0: Yeah, that can help facilitate you. And sometimes you need somebody else to facilitate you. Yeah, because
1: it can get a bit sticky, can't it, when you're in your own process.
0: Yeah, because it's you guiding you. Yeah. Unless you've got ways of accessing another part of you, particularly Mm. when you're starting, sometimes you need someone to help give you access to that. That's right. And
1: Dance can be a good one for that too. Yeah. Dancing it out like I've talked about before.
0: Because dance moves our assemblage point. It does. Momentarily we're not.
1: Exercise, running, yoga. There's so many different things that you can use
0: to move For for me, running is probably my favourite thing about it is I get some of the best ideas and concepts when Mm. I'm running because we say in Chinese medicine thinking that you create free flow in your body.
1: Yes. Oh, it so does, yeah.
0: You, and when there's free flow in the body, when there's not obstruction through the channels, you have clarity of thought. Yes. have clarity of mind. So you gain access to that. Where normally you're thinking from an an obstructed, you may be thinking from a stagnant, obstructed space, particularly when you're feeling a lot of stress or overwhelm. Yeah,
1: yeah. And those types of things. Or you're in disease of some sort.
0: Mm. Or in pain. Yeah. Definitely. So getting access to that, going deeply into your, if it's fatigue, mm. going all the way into your fatigue. And sometimes without a facilitator, you don't go all the way. You go, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. But to really embrace to it. Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest things, when I was first starting practice, when you knew it, something, it can fatigue you. And
1: yeah, I yeah.
0: used to... Especially bec- mentally. Yeah. You're because you're so something new. Yeah. switched on. Yeah. And the fatigue, initially I used to push it away and ignore it and go, don't feel tired. Yes. Don't experience that. You know, you've got to be switched on. Yes. But then I was taught to go into that state, notice it, go into it fully. Mm. Ah, there's this kind of sense of the, the tiredness is actually a sense. Behind that is a yes. sense of relaxation. Yes and peace yeah. and not as switched on but a little bit more intuitive
1: yeah. and, and
0: I have all this knowledge and wisdom and I have mm, greater access to it rather than mm, being so tight yeah, and, and holding it, on so tight yeah.
1: and then going into that right, like state actually allows your body and your mind to absorb that new information because when you're tight and stressed or t- tired you can't absorb that At that all. new information At all. or change it's At hard all. to change
0: it is tightness Mm. Is a real obstruction physically and yeah. you know, mentally, emotionally.
1: And I think that's the big key of acupuncture too, is that it totally relaxes your body. Yes. And then the mind follows. Yes. So for people who are busy minded on stress, they come in and you know their shoulders are tight and or well, their lower backs are really tight and you release that and they'll people get off the bed and go, yeah, I could feel my body relaxing. Mm. And that kind of leads the mind because we say follow the body while you're laying mm. here, see what goes on. Mm. Feel the muscles releasing, breathe into it. Mm. And when they do that, the mind actually gets distracted a little bit mm. and goes in with that flow of, mm. of change. Is
0: something else. Sometimes, mm. in a sense, you connect to your own what we call dreaming.
1: Yes, yeah. You know,
0: that secondary mm. part, the shadow self, the mm. part of yourself that you don't always have access to. yeah. And, and, and then pe- the body
1: can give you messages back. Sometimes it's through feelings, sometimes it's through mm. actual words or visions. Mm. It's amazing what people come out with. Oh, yeah. this, this just happened, blah, blah, blah. Great. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Or job. I had
0: a memory of 10 years ago when I was here, yes. which in a sense is a, now is a dreaming. Mm. All our yes. memories, we think they're real, but I think research is starting to show that they're not always, but no. they are a dreaming. There's yes. something, remembering it the way you remember it and yes. unfolding that is unfolding that dreaming. Mm-mm. What is that experience about? Yeah. When I go all the way into it and explore it mm. and connect to it, mm. it's just more interesting. It is, isn't it's it? It's more interesting to have access to all of ourself. Yeah. You know, and our, our primarily, primary way of identifying ourselves is, is also interesting. yes. But if that's all you have access to, and sometimes you need access to it, Mm. but if that's all you have access to, life can feel kind of dry and barren.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: lacking fullness.
1: Yeah, and I suppose that leads us into um, big picture and little picture, above Mm. and below, Mm. and how you can use this state to access that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The, the, the concept of it has come through from a lot of er, a few different areas, that big picture little picture mm. above and below. In Chinese medicine, you know the Taoists called this heaven earth man. Yes, and say we sit in between heaven and mm-hmm. earth mm-hmm. and we need access to both those. Yes and to
1: be the man. Like yeah, and it's, human. Yep. and it's a
0: meditation I am doing more and more of in a sense. I see myself floating above our clinic, our business, our, you know, our other our things life. that we're doing, mm. our life, yeah. and having vision. Where do I see this going? Where's the energy running? Yes. What's happening here from a big picture place mm. when I look down upon it? What do I want to happen here? Yes. And then the little picture, that's the heaven, the little picture, the earth aspect of that is what actually has to happen. What do I have to actually do? Yes. What are the ten things
1: mm. I
0: have to do? Yes, because, to get me to where I That's right.
1: Envision. Yep. Yeah,
0: because heaven, mm. the above, mm. doesn't do much. It has the vision it has, but then something has to do that. Yeah. I but have to do something. You
1: the above can actually take you out of... Of the intensity of doing, 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 so you can float up and look back down and go, oh, but if I put that person in that place, or if I took that and did that, or if I dreamt bigger around this, or oh, that's missing there. Yes. Then you can use that as a tool to go right, come back down, boom, write it down, and go. Okay, I need to do this, A, B, C, and D. I love it. So you can use this tool in relationships. You can use it in businesses. Yeah. And you can use it for your health yeah. or any kind of problem or dreaming that you want to dream bigger about. Yeah. So in so, relationship,
0: I might look above my relationship. I might see yeah, myself and my partner. Parenting. parenting. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. above that and think, huh, from this place, outside of myself, my normal identity. Yes. So this is kind of getting out into Brad your... Brad Fennell, yeah.
1: father whatever yeah in into that
0: second attention into mm. that unknown part what would change in this relationship how would i deal with this better
1: yes and then yeah. you can
0: bring that back into your life yeah i love it yeah i think that's really it's, it's such, a great
1: tool such
0: particularly if you're feeling like you're in the grind
1: yeah Yeah, nothing. things aren't quite moving the way you'd like them or the relationship's not as energetic or you're having trouble with your 16-year-old son or your 6-year-old son or... um, Yeah, you can use it anywhere or or health. Yes. It's, you know, wow, my knee, like for you, what's the bigger picture about my knee not being quite as active as it usually was? You've done a lot of work around
0: that. Yeah, I have. Mm. There's a slowing down, there's a wisdom process, there's all this who would I... Who would I be? There's yes. a part of me that is enjoying the whole, yeah, exploring. Yeah, you know, mm. because there's so much information, and I think one of the things, sometimes you can get caught in a static process, meaning ah, oh, I now know what it's about. I got it. Yes. Rather than realizing we live in this dynamic, free-flowing, changing, Yes. you know, the the experience of this, my knee or whatever it is for you can change, can evolve, can actually adapt.
1: Right. Of course.
0: You know, it's not this because I got this here because... It has
1: to stay that way. No, because the the
0: ingredients are always Mm. changing. Mm. Sometimes you're not a parent, other times you are. Yes. You know, sometimes the kids leave home at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, You start your life together without kids, Mm. you know, you're in the thick of it, you know, and there's no greater um, kind of Zen teaching than parenthood, than the meditation and the relationship dynamic of children. And I think actually it's such an important thing in parenting to be able to step outside of that, to step above that, that you're not always in it.
1: Yeah, totally, because that's where you can have the clues to work out difficulties yeah
0: and get and out.
1: parenthood is always changing like we were talking today with a friend and and she's got two younger children same age as our youngest and but then we started talking about our two older kids who are 14 and or nearly 14 nearly 16 and she was just like what do you mean doesn't it just get easier and it's like well it does in some areas but in other areas not yes and that's parenthood all the way through and then you look at you know um
0: and it does it like it's easy you know when they're when they're two and you have to put their shoes on and you have to like physically lift them yes and do all that i don't have to do that with our 15 year old
1: no that's right thank
0: goodness yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) um because that would be difficult yeah there's different challenges so it is it is easier in some ways and harder in others
1: yeah oh definitely
0: but stepping out of that role, having yes. the ability yeah. to step out of that that parent role. Yeah. And, and at times having. And, so,
1: and sometimes as parents, we do things continually and it just is not working. And you're Isn't thinking, that true? you know, it worked when they were 10, now it's kind of not working because they're 13. Mm. So that exercise of coming up and out and looking down. Um, can really help yeah. find some other tools to use in relationship with your children.
0: And I like that idea too, that you're saying with, you know, that not working. Mm. It's like, I like the idea that try things, yes. explore with things, yes. but <laughs> check how they go. That's Do you know right. What I yeah, mean? And if, if it they're doesn't not work, working,
1: well, you've got to be the adult and go, okay, that doesn't, that child, and all children are different. And I know with our three they're totally different and what works with one does not work with the other. Definitely. So it's a minefield, but you've yep. just gotta work out your kids and yep. work out what's pushing your buttons and how you can change as a parent yes. to work with the children as well. Yes. So that's what the exercise is all about really is looking down on on Tabitha going, Okay, she's not it's yep. not really happening with this child at the moment. How can I do it differently?
0: Yeah. And I think this is about the assemblage point
1: Mm. is
0: can I get out of the role and be in the role that I need to in any given moment or am I locked into this one way of doing? Yes. I think the problem comes with when you're locked in to something and you feel there's no access to another me, to another way of acting and behaving. Yes. And you're just banging your head up against a brick wall it's
1: painful. It is painful.
0: <laughs> and, and the whole idea of feedback by three, meaning... Yes. ...watch how something works. Mm, mm. Maybe you try it once... Yes. ...and it doesn't work. Yeah. And then maybe you think, well, I'm going to try a different angle. And yes. you try it a second time. Yes. And it doesn't work. But if you try it a third time... Yeah. ...and it doesn't work, it may not be the right time... Yes. ...for that intervention.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or it may be the wrong intervention.
1: Yeah, but yeah,
0: watching for a response. Sometimes we do something once and realise, well, this isn't working yeah. and that's okay. But sometimes yeah. it's like, mm, maybe I can go at this again.
1: Mm. Mm. Um,
0: but generally, three times you need to drop it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And either drop it for good or come back later. Yeah, yeah, love it. So I think that's that's really helpful. It's interesting. It is. You know, in... in in relationship. Yeah. You know, and being able to to be in a relationship in a different way mm. as well.
1: Yes. Takes courage.
0: Takes courage. Takes, Doesn't it? Does. Because
1: we can all get sort of stuck in our this is what I need and this is what works for me. This is who I am. This is who I am and I'm going to stick by this. But yeah. really, does that serve you? Yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you do need to stick with what you know and and who you are. But then other times it's kind of nice to get out of that role and change and be a little different than your usual self.
0: Yeah, particularly when you're called to another part of yourself Hmm. or something annoys you about somebody. Yeah. I like this theory as well around the battle of the ally. The person that annoys you. yeah holds the thing that you need more of Mm.
1: Uh,
0: and that's
1: that's really annoying sometimes
0: it's really annoying (laughs) for me at times I can be annoyed by selfish people yes not there's there's a time and a place for everything but sometimes I need more of that in my life yeah so it repulses me and I think the last thing I ever want to be is that role yes but going to the essence of that and it's not about going okay I'm just going to be selfish now and do whatever I like
1: no, it isn't
0: so much about that, but it's no. more about what's the essence yeah. of being. So, well, maybe I can be more of service to others when I'm really connected to my own needs.
1: Yeah, which is putting yourself first, isn't yeah. it? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, and then and for somebody else, own needs.
0: Yeah. Mm. Somebody else, they might be completely annoyed by someone who isn't selfish enough. That can be yeah. annoying as well. Yeah, someone who's yeah. always just giving to everyone. Yeah, and
1: they're not really looking after their own self or their own heart. Or Yeah. Yeah.
0: And isn't it interesting that in relationship, if you pick up the role for the other one it can help them to let go. There's always a yes. dual relationship, yeah. Yeah, a dual responsibility. Yes. For one person to drop something and the other person to pick it up. Yes. So if there's one person in the relationship that's always doing everything and the other person's yeah.
1: just cruising, just cruising, along. cruising along. Yeah, around, right. which
0: you see so often. Mm. It's also the responsibility of the one who's doing everything... Yes. ...to let go of that. Yes. And I, I heard a story of that, which is just fascinating, when, when someone was injured. Mm. Um, the doer was injured and couldn't do. Yes. And the non-doer picked it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And went, I'm in. Yeah. What am I going to do? I gotta, I'll do what it takes. Mm. And... In some ways you could say the dreaming dreamt that up because you weren't picking up the signals. You yeah. would have, the doer would have been getting pissed off and yeah. be going, I'll suck it up, I'll suck yeah, it up. I'll
1: keep going. And
0: something happens in that dreaming to go, ha, huh, have a taste of this. Yes. Where you have to be, if you don't have awareness to that process, you get mm. better and then you go back.
1: Yeah, Instead yeah. of
0: going, how do I need more non-doing in my life? Yes. And the person who's doing. Yes. Who's now doing, who wasn't doing. Mm-mm. How do I need to pick up more of this in my life?
1: Mm. It's a balance, it's a dance, isn't
0: it? It is a dance.
1: And it's an awareness... I love that and that. it's an awareness practice as well. Because we can totally, if you're the non-doer and you're happy that the other partner is doing, 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 well, that's cruisy, isn't it? But you might not be getting the best juice out of your relationship you by may, sitting in that.
0: Yeah, you may not be getting sex.
1: Yeah. You and may also not the be non-doing getting... person might get really lethargic and dispassionate and... Not into life because they can't be out there doing because the other one's stealing that role so much. That's right. So that can really shut them down in a negative way. They might not actually be that happy about not doing so much.
0: That's right, and 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 feel like their purpose. Yeah, it's their lost. Their really got yeah. their passion. Yeah, and they just want to watch Netflix. Mm. Which there's nothing wrong with Netflix, but
1: yeah, like uh, I remember a lady saying, "Interesting thing to do is." If your um, partner's sitting on the couch and they're not really doing anything and you're buzzing around the house doing it all, come and sit on the couch next to them and get even more couchier than them. <laughs> so if they've got Steal their, the roll. Steal the roll. So if they've got their <laughs> legs up on the couch, well then you put your legs up even higher and sink back into the couch even more and give your head a bit of a scratch and oh, yawn a bit and watch them actually go, Oh, well, okay. I think I'm going to go out and mow the lawn or do this or do that. So she said you can always outsmart someone in their role if you just go deeper into that role. And you might have to be there for half an hour or, you know, ten minutes it could do it, but you've got to go deeper if you want to take that reverse that role and and move them into whatever.
0: So you need awareness? But then you can't jump
1: up off the couch straight away and go, oh, yeah, I'm coming too, or yes, let's do. It's like you've got to let them be in that role
0: yeah so awareness Mm. but also it's going to be challenging for you in that role
1: yes because if you've never taken it you've
0: probably anti it yes that person probably Mm -hmm. I was going to say him I shouldn't say that because no, roles, but...
1: exactly. And could, when you're playing that role, you can't just play it, like, sarcastically or... No. You know, you've got to actually go into that role of, oh, this is really relaxing. Oh, my mm. goodness, being on this couch and How watching I, telly. Yeah.
0: Whew, go deeper.
1: Deeper, relaxed. That will push them in. But if you're being, you know, a bit sort of not in the role...
0: Yeah. Or like you said, a bit sarcastic yeah, about
1: it. Yeah, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. So it's going to the essence of that, isn't it? And exploring it. Yeah. And not just stopping. Yes. At the superficial level. Yeah. Really exploring and feeling into it. mm Yeah. And
1: I kind of find that with the the boys as well, using humour. Oh. Like, if you're sort of stuck and you're he- banging heads together and... I don't know, just with our children anyway, if you bring humour into it and show them sort of how they're acting... With humour, man, it changes. They kind of get it. But if you're just there doing the iron fist, you can't do this because blah, 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 and pointing it out to them, very, you know, succinct, uh, there's something about humour that works Hugely. for me. To
0: I flip things. I think it's actually an underrated skill.
1: It is, because it's hard, because you really want to get this point across yeah. to them and... I'm to jam it down their throat nearly. Mm. Um, but if you can stop and bring a bit of humour in. Lightheartedness. Uh, lightheartedness.
0: Particularly in the fire.
1: And yeah. I love how yeah. so
0: many of the, the, the traditional, the wise elder, the shaman. Yeah. always a They never get
1: overheated, do they? Buddha they just, type. yeah, they point out the ridiculous. Look how you're, you know, how you're acting. Would you, you expect to get to play PS3 all day long when yeah. you're doing this, this and this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They're four now. Oh four, yeah, sorry. (laughs) See I'm so old. So not new. (laughs) But um yeah, try humour. And I think that's in every relationship, it's not just parenting. Yeah,
0: definitely. The more the more I go through life business business needs humour.
1: You know, you get too intense, too like, this is what we're gonna do, this boom boom boom. Gets too, well, for me, gets too dry. You no, know, and I think
0: lightness creates fluidity and ability to move and not take yes. it too. I mean, how do you have seriousness and not seriousness? You know, there's things in yeah. times you need to take it serious without being serious. Yeah. It's this duality again. Mm. And the more I go through life, the more I think actually Monty Python may have got it right. <laughs> you know? I see myself. Yeah. You know, the dark knight cutting yeah. limbs off thinking yes. it's a flesh wound.
1: Exactly.
0: And, you yeah. know, humour or oh, that other, other skit, um, the one Stop It, where they go to therapy.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: It's great. It's just stop it.
1: Yeah, oh, that's the whole, yeah. He yeah. goes, but this and this is, this is happening. Just stop it. Stop it,
0: it. yeah. It's a humour. It reminds us, I think that's why we're drawn to comedy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's relieving in a way because a lot of comedy is taking the mickey out of how serious we are mm, or, out how of ridi- us. or how ridiculous and important we mm. think we are.
0: Mm. So Which I just yeah. got then is why politicians, yeah. uh, there's so much um, comedy based around them because yeah. it is such a serious role. Yeah, yeah. And in some ways, I feel for them because they're expected yes. to hold that role.
1: Totally, they can't but- be too. Crazy, the you know? dreaming yeah. has
0: to come in and go, mm. how do we free this up Yeah. and lighten it up? Mm. And, and I think with that is also comes around to that doing more of what you love and doing it in a way that you yeah. love it.
1: Yes. And
0: that we have responsibilities and we have things that we need to do, but doing more of those things... You love is another way of really moving that assemblage point, yeah, because it's the feedback loop because totally. it feeds and starts to change your life,
1: yeah, and it picks and your energy up, doesn't it? and it, does. it makes you healthier and happier, and you know, like us podcasting, we're like, yeah, it's Monday morning, let's get the kids to school let's yeah. where will we podcast today? Let's go to the park. You know, yeah. both of us are just like amped. we went and got a you know turmeric latte and had that, and it's like this whole beautiful ritual of us being together and doing something that we love together, yeah. and that sets our week up to go, Ah, we've done it. This is great. Another mm. podcast done and dusted.
0: Non as non parents, yeah, talking to you,
1: yeah, of being as parents sometimes are. when
0: we're thinking about that mm. dynamic within the podcast, and yeah, but dancing with it,
1: yeah.
0: I really like. What you said before, the whole aspect of it, of it being it's a, a dance, dance. That's because life, it, isn't it just yeah. is a dance. Mm,
1: got to keep moving. Yeah, and, and practicing.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I hear people go, oh, I've got the foggiest what I love.
1: Yeah, totally. And I say straight away, you know, what do you do creatively? Oh, a bit of the, I used to do this, a bit of that. Oh. Great, here's your homework. Do one track of your favourite song. Dancing every day, just the once, so that's like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes, yeah. and dance how you feel.
0: Which is the feminine energy. Which is needed for both men and women.
1: Yeah. Do you
0: know what I mean? Because yeah. creativity, I think now we're realising, may be the greatest business skill. Yeah. You know, the it accounting, the counting, that's important. Yes. I think that's actually pretty easy, mm. even though we don't always find well, it super Well, you've got the professionals easy.
1: to do that. That's but right. But if you want innovative the, thinking and something new to come into your business and life... Creativity is where it's going to flow through.
0: Embrace the dancing goddess. Yeah. Whether you're a man or woman. Exactly. Momentarily. Yeah. Explore.
1: Yeah. And you're Pleasure. dancing for how you feel, not for anyone else. Yeah. Just for how you feel. So you might feel tired, you might feel grumpy, you might feel so alive and ecstatic. Dance like that. Yeah. Follow your body.
0: Dance alone. It knows. Mm. Without the need. Dance together, dance alone dance love it so there it is
1: yeah thanks for listening and we'll talk next week talk to you then bye Bye.
0: if you like this episode and want more then click the link below to receive a bonus worksheet so you can start implementing the techniques from this podcast